understand the implications of this, it's a game changer for the, the flat earth theory, because if we've got no maps, then we've got no case. Uh, and it's that serious, that serious of a, of a problem. Well, that, that is an assertion, um, and it's also a degree fallacy or a continuum fallacy. We have a position. We have a model. It's just not as detailed as you would like it to be. That's not the same thing as having no model or no position. And you keep asserting that it's a linchpin when you don't have any arguments to prove it's a linchpin. Why? Why? The, say, saying we have problems with the map does not prove that the Earth is a sphere or the Earth is concave. And the whole time you're talking, you're just standing on nothing. You have no position. Like, what's your alternative position? You have nothing. So, I mean, just asserting from your feelings that it's a linchpin doesn't prove that it's a linchpin. Let's see, there's other parts here. Let's go to his next argument. It's like 930-something. All I know from this point forward is that we don't live on a ball, and I can't prove that it's flat either. Sure you can. It's a bit of a... Uh, a puzzle to, to figure out. So there you go, Mr. So, so you don't know what it is. We, we have the measurement, sir. I have it on my blog. Um, from um, a university did a measurement in Kansas, and they demonstrated that uh, the exact article was uh, Kansas is flat as a pancake. And we have the measurements we've seen. Eric has, Eric Dubay's put up on his 200 proofs. Uh, all over the internet, people are showing that images that should not show up on a, on a sphere Earth are showing um, that all you have to do is have a more powerful scope or camera, and you'll see it's right there, flat. Okay? Saying this, the whole, your whole argument is a degree fallacy. Since you can't explain everything, that proves that's a linchpin that your theory is wrong. This is a ridiculous argument, dude. I'm sorry. Let's move on here to the next video. I, 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 I since your your penitentiary here is seems uh, forced to me. It doesn't seem. Like you're you're not frustrated. It's just kind of this flippant attitude you have. Centric. That means that they believe that the sun goes. Uh, no, the the sun goes around the Earth, uh, but they also believe that the Earth is ball shaped. So, you can't use those professors as evidence of a flat Earth. Yes, you can. And I made a video about this. Um, their, their view of gravity doesn't work. I was, I was a ball Earth geocentrist for years. I studied these issues for years. Their, their view of gravity doesn't work. On the Tychonian system, you have to put the entire universe in orbit around the sun. And in order to make that work, you have to make the sun exponentially bigger than the earth. But if you do that, you're just, by ad hoc reasoning, excluding the earth. If the sun is as big as the geocentric system requires it to be, then its gravity would pull in the earth to its orbit as well. And I, you're just, the only reason you have the earth there is just by ad hoc reasoning.
the, the, the Earth just sitting there. Why? If you have the, if you take the position of gravity, if you take Newtonian physics, you have to have uh, a heliocentric cosmology. There's no way to have a ball Earth uh, geocentrism. It doesn't work. If you uh, reject the view of gravity, like what else are you left with? You have nothing. It, it has to be flat. Now. Let's see, let's see, argument number, it's like right at the 850 mark or something like that. Let's back up. This is so stupid, this argument right here he makes. Is that proof of a flat Earth? Well, if you understand the implications of it, it's, uh, it's a good argument, but does it prove that the Earth is flat? Um, I don't know. Whether That's just ridiculous. Here, let me, let me back up a little bit and get him. He's talking about the, the, the noses of the planes. Oh, boy. Right. I've got a plane that's twice the size of the United States of America on a ball. And it's, it, I was trying to illustrate the point that I was making, that a plane that's flying that fast would have to dip its nose down. Is that proof of a flat Earth? Yes, absolutely. Well... If you understand the implications of it, it's uh, it's a good argument. But <laughs> it's a good argument, but there's no arguments or evidence for the flat Earth. But does it prove that the Earth is flat? Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't know whether that. Pr pr well, well, then you haven't put as much thought into this as you're trying to suggest to your audience. If the if the planes aren't having to dip their nose, and that proves the Earth is flat. Now, you're going to say, well, well, what What are you going to appeal to? Gravity? Because that's what the heliocentrists say. The reason why they don't have to dip their nose is because of gravity. Well, if you accept gravity, you have to take the entire Newtonian heliocentric system. But you've said that the heliocentric system is nonsense. So, yes, absolutely. It proves the Earth is flat or not. But, uh, do, do, do you see how artificial his penitence seems here? It seems forced. The, all of board number 55, that island over there, it's so far away that it ought to be below the curve. Number 60. Another island over here. That's so far that it ought to be below the curve. I mean, I think he listed... I can't remember, I didn't count it, but it was probably about 15 of the exact same reasons. And uh, that's just sleight-of-hand trickery, and there's, there's all kinds of How? stuff going on there that's just not... It's, oh, I, I, want it's it to, I want it to be dishonest. I want it to be underhand trickery. Because I just feel like it. Why? If he's pointing out that there's islands that we shouldn't be able to see on any kind of spheroid, whether inverted or not, I mean, on, on the concave model, you shouldn't be able to see it either. It should be above uh, the curvature instead of below the curvature. So if we can see these things all over the world, we're, we're making videos and experimenting and seeing that um, objects that should be either be uh, below the horizon on the heliocentric model or above the horizon on the concave model are actually flat and straight in front of us if you just have a more perfect more more powerful camera yeah that's evidence that the earth is flat absolutely so there's nothing underhanded uh, dishonest whatsoever about it you're just uh, making an ad hoc assertion here sir it's as dishonest as i have been by putting a big plane on there, I intended hold it. Hold on, hold on. You just said a second ago that you weren't being dishonest. And now you're saying you were being dishonest? Hmm. 
fishy. It's too far away to be um, visible, and it should be below the horizon line. Then it would have to have exclusivity to a, a flat Earth model. Yeah. Because it's flat, right in front of us, straight in front of us. If you just have a more powerful camera, but what what else are we seeing? Do you do you have any alternative interpretations? Because I've already mentioned concave and spheroid, and neither one of them work. They shouldn't be in front of us if either one of those models is true. And the whole idea about light curving and stuff—I mean, first of all, um, that that is that is an explanation or an interpretation among an infinite number of interpretations. So you don't know if that interpretation is necessarily true. That's just one interpretation you're making. And it's really quite a leap, because we don't even know what light is. They don't know whether it's a particle or a wave. I think one of the terms that's used for it is a wavicle, because they can't decide which one it is. And you're, you're having to speculate quite a bit to, to make the, the curving light argument work. And if you can see an island that's 80, 100 miles away, then that island, you'd also be able to see it on a concave Earth model. Why? Because you want it to be like that. You're just saying that because you want it to mean that. You're not explaining why. If it's concave, then it should be above the horizon. Okay, just the, the light bending argument is just speculation. Do you see how that works? So if you've not no, no, I don't. Got exclusivity of uh, reasoning. No, let, let's give exclusivity. Let's look at the private rockets that have gone up. There you go. It's a flat disk. Look at it. It's a flat disk. Now, I, you know, I've tried to make sense of all the land masses looking at these. I spent hours earlier today looking at all these private rockets and trying to make sense of these land masses. I, I admit, I don't know. It's difficult. You know, it may be impossible to figure out um, what the correct map is. That doesn't exclude the arguments we've made about being able to see uh, distant objects flat in front of us. It doesn't exclude these arguments. It doesn't exclude these private rockets and their video camera, uh, video evidence of a flat, circular disk uh, that we see from the private rockets that have been sent up. That's not, concave is done. Look at it. It's done. Quite easily have manipulated this data to make it look like there was 
picture, you might think, yeah, that's flat. But I found a curvature. And, uh, oh, well, you, you said you found a curvature. That proves that there's a curvature. Well, show me the evidence. So, so pointing me to a stone pillar in the middle of the ocean proves there's a curvature to the Earth. I don't know if that's the curvature of the Earth now, or <laughs> if it's the tide moving across, but what I do know is that the heliocentric model is a load of nonsense. Well, hold on. Why? Why is it a load of nonsense? The, the, the concave explanation of bending light is the exact same argument that heliocentrists make about why you can't see or why you can see certain things above the horizon. They say that there's mirages that appear, that, that the things we're seeing are mirages. And what's happening is there's, there's light bending. And it's just like the concave theory says, the light is bending the image down the, uh, uh, from the horizon. And the heliocentrists say that, no, the light is bringing the image up from the horizon. So which one's right? It's just all arbitrary speculation. And the the sun, the moon, the stars are a lot closer to us, but the flat Earth... Oh, you, would, you admit the sun, moon, and stars are closer to us. Then you can't hold to the heliocentric, I'm sorry, the geocentric model either. Because the, the geocentric model has to have the sun exponentially bigger than the Earth and 93 million miles away from the Earth in order for it to be able to anchor the entire universe around it. Okay. In the Tychonian model, the sun has to be that big and that far away for, um, for it to be able to keep the rotation of all the stars and all the rest of the planets to be around it. That's the Tychonian model. So you, you, there's, you can't go that way either. I'm questioning everything now. And, uh, <laughs> so you don't have a position. Oh, Dan. You shouldn't have made videos about things if you if you don't already have an alternative position. That's just arbitrary nonsense. Let me bring up the next video here that I did a reply to. This is part three of Flat Earth Deception, and you can click the links to the side, assuming that I've uploaded these subject matters of the Flat Earth. And uh, we, we, we took the maps, for example, in part one of this series, and there's no map that's ever been made that supports the Flat Earth. No map, no case. And how can you believe in a Flat Earth if you've got no model to believe in? Yeah, we do have a model to believe in. It's just not as detailed a model as you would like it to be. If you don't know what flat means, I mean, is it is it square, round, is it wavy? I mean, if you don't know what flat means, then how can you believe in a flat earth if you've got no map to support what you believe in? We do have a model. Uh, number one, the earth is a flat circle with a tent over it, Isaiah 40.22, Proverbs 8.27-29. That, that precludes the concave earth theory. The concave earth has no tent over it. It has a spherical molten object inside of it. Number two, the oceans are held in by a circular wall, Proverbs 8, 27 to 29, like a bowl. Concave earth theory precluded. There is no boundary that holds in the oceans on the concave earth theory. Number three, there is a dome firmament over the earth, Genesis 1, Psalm 19. Again, concave earth theory precluded. Uh, the, the firmament in the concave system, or the molten object, is not a dome or a tent. It is a spherical molten object. And this dome is like molten glass um, on the, uh, in the Bible, Job 37, 18. 
And to add, since the psalmist writes about the firmament um, in Psalm uh, 19, we know by this that the firmament still existed after the flood, and thus the Hovind theory is destroyed. Sorry, EJP. Number four, inside this dome is where the birds fly. Genesis 1.20. Again, concave earth theory precluded. Let's take a look at the concave earth system. Okay, this is this lunatic, Lord Stephen Christ, who holds to this theory. Not sure why that got in there. One second. There we go. Alright, here's the concave system. Alright, so there's the sun. You got you got the firmament, the ball firmament here, and then the, the Earth is just this entire inverted system, and then you got the planets revolving around the firmament. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that they are in the firmament. Okay, you'll see. Hold on, let me turn his stupid voice off. Okay, so there's the sun outside the firmament. Okay, that's not what the Bible says. And let's go here. Where here it comes. There's the moon. Okay, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says those are in the firmament, not outside some molten spherical object, um, rotating around some molten spherical object. Okay, um, let's let's go to his explanation of the moon here. You'll see um, that that's what I'm talking that, that that I'm correct in my examination of his view of the moon. Okay. Here's Lord Stephen Christ's moon in the concave earth video. Come buffering, buffering, buffering. Got a there it is. Okay, so you see it's outside the firmament. Okay. Let's see, the side view is a little better here. Alright, see it's outside the firmament. Right? Okay. It's outside the firmament on his position with the rest of everything. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says in Genesis uh, chapter 1 that the moon and the sun are inside the firmament. Also, the Bible says that the firmament is where the birds fly, Genesis 1.20. This, this precludes the concave theory um, inside the dome, or inside the firmament, or the spherical object in his... In the concave system is where the stars and the dark waters and this strange object is. It's not where the birds fly. Um, and then also, there are waters above the firmament in Genesis 1-7, Psalm 148-4. Again, concurve earth, concurve earth precluded. In the concave system, the waters are inside a spherical molten object, and that's not what the Bible says. I don't think it does. And I'm returning back to this map again, and I don't think people understand what it is that, what what my conclusions were about this map. Because don't forget, I spent two weeks doing nothing but measure up all precision-based distances on this, this map. And my conclusion is that it doesn't work because it's an impossible puzzle. When you've got Australia, that's going to be 7,000 miles well, I mean, you you, uh, you spent two weeks on it, Dan. I mean that. I mean there that, that settles it, right? I mean I I spent fifteen years writing my books. I spent over three thousand hours easily on my doctor, book on the Trinity. I spent that, if not more, on my my book on uh, atheism and the Enlightenment. But I mean, hey, I mean, 
but next time I'll just weeks on it like you. I mean, two weeks settles it, right? I mean, that's that's plenty. So that's my take on Dan's um, recantation of Flat Earth. I think he's a simpleton. I think that he didn't say anything that even remotely even budged me on my position whatsoever. Um, I just wanted to make three statements. Um, Daniel chapter 9 says that the Messiah would come before the destruction of the Second Temple. This precludes Lord Stephen Christ from being the Messiah. So I've completely refuted the concave system. Uh, number two, I made clear in my uh, Flat Earth video uh, that um, Antarctica might not be the ice wall that surrounds the circular wall that surrounds the Flat Earth, according to Proverbs 8. It may be something else, I don't know. And number three, I would really like to see how the concave Earth guys could explain uh, falling stars according to their uh, cosmology. It doesn't appear that it's possible. So that's my word today. Um, shalom to my uh, listeners. I was requested uh, this by a, um, a follower of mine. I, I just thought I'd put my two cents in. I was, I'm going to do my videos against Red's Rhetoric next. So tune in. Uh, there should be a video up pretty soon. Peace.